Hey, Go Church family. Welcome back to a new series in the month of August. My name is Gilbert, and I'm here with Pastor Matt Hadabaugh. Praise God. Can you believe it's August already? I can believe it. Where did the year go? Yeah, it's uh, it's been... It's been loaded, it's been fast, but at the same time- It's been charged. Yeah. This has been, been charged. a charged year. And charged is the name of our new theme. That's right. For the, for the month of August. We have a lot of things happening in August. What do we have happening in August? Well, first of all, we have tons of Go Church activities happening as usual. And this is something that we always wanna talk about every single month. Uh, Go Church is your place to love, grow, and go. We want everyone to experience the unconditional love of God, to grow in his love, and to go to your world with his love. And Go Church is a Bible-based, spirit-filled, groups-based, and English-speaking church. So that means that, let me go back to that word groups-based or group-centered. That means that we have groups happening all over Lebanon, all month, and that's what most of our church meetings actually look like. So we have that going on. We always have that going on. And that's great news. Yeah, I love our grow groups. And I'm looking forward to our grow groups this month, getting in, digging into this discussion. So if you're new to Go Church, uh, I do want to tell you a little bit about the format. So on the first Sunday of every month, we actually release this introduction podcast because we introduce a new series, which we carry through the whole month as a church together. So this month of August, we are introducing a new series called Charged. And then on the second Sunday of this month, we have a big Sunday gathering where all the church gets together. We have a great time. We worship the Lord together. We hear a message on this very subject and then for the rest of the month, we get together in small group settings and those are our grow groups. And like I said, most of our church meetings look like that. Yeah, but we have our big gatherings and those are important because it's a time where we can all share and celebrate together. The powerful thing about groups and being a group-centered church is it allows us to grow quickly. and. I, when I say that, I always want to include the two types of growth, right? We as Go Church Beirut, we as an organization, as a church body, we are growing, we're expanding. But the reason we are is because we as individuals are growing together in these truths that we're studying. And these truths are foundational, meaning that the Lord can build up in us who he wants us to be and it really brings us to that word emerge, right? Where we yeah. can, as a church, emerge into the place that God has called us. That's so good. You know what I really like about grow groups is that it's not just a Bible study or right. it's not just a simple, uh, you know, we get together and we study one topic or we read a chapter. All of that's yeah. great. I mean, I don't take away from any of that, but you know, grow groups to us are more than that. It is actually church. So. It is the place where people can connect to the vision of Go Church, to the anointing in Go Church, and to everything else that's happening there. This is literally your church family. You know, this is where we get together, we care for one another, we have a great time, uh, we pray for each other, we share 
victory stories or testimonies with each other. Yeah. And there's so much happening there. So if you're not part of a grow group, then you haven't experienced Go Church. So I suggest that you find a grow group near you and you plug into a group that you know, will welcome you with open arms yeah. and you can receive a lot right there. And you said that word experience, you know, we want everyone to experience the unconditional love of God. Uh, I want people to experience what church life is like in a grow group. And then at the end of August, we're having another kind of experience on Saturday, August 26th, we're having experience Rhema day. And if you're just hearing about this for the first time, I want to encourage you to make it a point to register and attend. There's no cost to attend. We want you to register so we can make plans for you. Uh, for I mean, we want to make plans to host you and provide lunch for you. But um, it's on Saturday. It's between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. And it'll be with uh, Tony Cook. He's coming. This will be his, I believe, fourth visit to Beirut. And um, I'm very excited that he's coming. I'm looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, I'm excited as well. He's a, he's a great teacher and he's going to share a lot and minister to us and, and help us. When I say us, it's not just Go Church. It's us as a nation, you know, and the churches all together come up. So, Pastor Matt, what is Rhema? You mentioned Rhema. Well, Rhema is a, uh, a two-level uh, accredited ministry training center accredited meaning that we comport or comply with an international accreditation standard that's from Rama Bible Training College USA the uh, school however is not about head knowledge in fact we never want to educate people's heads at the expense of their heart Rama is about training ministers that word ministers is a fancy way to say servants to build strong local churches and change this nation, Lebanon and beyond. So basically it's a place for people who are part of any other church to join, right? And to be strengthened. Yeah, it's not just for Go Church Beirut, but if you're part of Go Church Beirut, I wanna invite you to be, uh, to be part of Rama as well, because it will help you grow strong. And as you grow strong, all the church grows stronger. And Gilbert, you've been a part of some of these experience Rama days that we've had. What would what would you tell someone that's considering whether to come or not? I would definitely recommend for them to come. You know, we've had two experience Rama days so far. They've both been very different. So like, I mean, very similar in the sense that you, you know, you come and you're surrounded by so many different people from so many different churches. It's very refreshing to all get together with a good purpose and um, with a common goal, but so different in the sense that, you know, the first one we received a lot of, of teaching on, on, on one, you know, area of truth. And the second one we received different one. And both of them were, were amazing, like extraordinary and life-changing. And, and to me, it was personally a place where, you know, the, the Lord really dealt with me and said, you know, this is something you need to be part of. And this is something that you should really connect with. And this is going to help you. And you being there will also help others. And that's, that's something very, very precious to me, very important to me. Um, I would also recommend if, if you want to be part of it, don't just 
attend, maybe try to volunteer as well. Yeah, that's that, excellent. That helps, uh, first of all, that helps make it work. You know, it helps build the team that's actually doing this because, you know, there is a lot of preparation required for that. Uh, but also it, it helps you plug in because, you know, when you plug in, you're literally partnering with what God's doing. And if God's doing something good there, you're becoming a partner with that. And that means that you share vision. So he shares the vision that he's trying to do with those who are partnering with him. And that's super important on any level. Yeah. It's really good. And I'm glad we're talking about this because, you know, we, you mentioned about uh, grow groups. We're talking about how we grow together, but all that growth has a purpose. And the reason why Go Church is involved with Rama is not just because we're part of the organization. <laughs> it's because we as a church are outward facing. Mm -hmm. We have a heart to go. And that uh, you started this uh, with uh, saying the values of Go Church, love, grow, and go. Go is the purpose of growing. We don't want to just grow to marvel among ourselves at what we know, but we want to go with what we know and do. Yeah. So uh, this is something we're going to look at over the course of the month because we're really looking at a go message. Before, before we get to the introduction of you this message. You can kind of tell I'm already in the notes. <laughs> I'm sorry? You can kind of tell I'm already in the notes. You're, I'm excited about you're, you're, you're excited to go ahead and so am I. I'm charged up. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't want to miss this announcement though, That's true. that in August, um, very soon, we're actually going to the Holy Spirit Conference. The 20th annual Holy Spirit Conference. Wow. Has the, it been 20 years that that's going uh, This is the 20th time they've done this. Well, for me, it'll be my second time there. Yes. Uh, and it's actually in Turkey. So this year it's going to be in Istanbul, mm -hmm. in Turkey. I'm so, so very excited to go there. I mean, last year we were there. Uh, a number of us were there from the church. And it really was a blessing to us. And it was a blessing to the churches in Turkey that we we went and you know we helped we volunteered and it was really so impactful uh and i'm i'm happy to say that this year there are even more people even more uh go church members that are going to go and be part of that so like pastor matt said we are an outward facing church we desire to go and the lord has plans for this nation, this region that we as Go Church are part of, and we're not disconnected from that. So it's important to really connect to what the Lord's doing on a, you know, on a larger scale so yeah. we can see how he works and how he's wanting to work. But the, the, also the reason why I'm talking about the Holy Spirit Conference is because there are a couple of special guests that will be with us at the Holy Spirit Conference, but first they're, they're going to be here with us in, uh, in Lebanon. Yep. And so the first guests are um, Patrick and Dee Vandiver, who have been here a couple of times. And we're, we're so excited to have them here. And we're also going to have the worship team of Word of Life Church. Yes. So if you were with us when Pastor Joel Sims was here and shared a message and, and was actually part of the first experience Rayma Day, that is the worship team that is coming from his church. Yeah. And it's going to be a great time. And because they're here, we're actually going to have our believers meeting 
on the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor Matt, on the 12th of August, that's a Saturday. Yeah, Saturday evening. Saturday evening. And then uh, our big Sunday is the 13th of uh, August. And this will be, both of those were, are going to be at the Sinelfil Municipality. And it is going to be a special time, live worship. It's, you won't want to miss it. Yeah, you definitely won't want to miss it. Uh, the, we're so excited to have our special guests here with us. Yes. So uh, with that, how about we get into our notes for this month? I think we're, we're all very excited to go there. Yes. What I, what I do want to talk about before we get into this month is what we've been covering the last two months. We've been covering a series called ABLE, and we've done that for two months. This is a very important series, and actually, we're not disconnecting from that. No. So what we are talking about this month really flows from the ABLE messages into what we're about to talk about. And the last two months, we talked about ABLE through, because we're ABLE through Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. And then we talked about ABLE to, because we are ABLE to see, ABLE to say, and ABLE to do. And we really, we really focused on our main scripture for the two months, which was 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, which says, God is able to make all grace abound towards you so that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Amen. And in month one, we focused on the first part of that. So God is able to make all grace abound towards you because we are able through God, you know, God makes us able and because he makes us able, we are able. And in month two, we focused on the second part, which is, you know, we always have all sufficiency in all things to abound to or towards to have an abundance for every good work. So we receive ability and then we receive ability to see, say, and do something and go out and accomplish something. And we're not disconnecting from that principle. Actually this month we are continuing, we're building on that because we are designed to do more than just be saved, sit there and wait to go to heaven and be with Jesus. We're, we're here with a purpose, we're here with a mission and we are here to accomplish a mission. And the best way to do that is to do it in the way that God has equipped us to do it in. Yeah. And that is why we are actually talking about charged. Now we'll get to the reason why we called it charged, but how about we take a look at our key scripture for this month, which is in Acts chapter one, verse eight, and I'm going to read it from the Amplified Classic, just because there's some wording in there that helps us connect the ABLE message to this charged series. So Acts chapter one, verse eight, but you, and this is Jesus talking to his disciples after uh, he was resurrected and before he went up to heaven, he spent some time with them. And this is what he says but you shall receive power. So in brackets, it says ability, efficiency, and might. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends 
the very bounds of the earth. So you notice here that we have the word, you shall receive power. And in brackets, it says ability. Yeah. So the power of God is not disconnected from the ability that we receive, which is what we spoke about. And I like, I like what you said, uh, that God has designed us to do more than just receive salvation for ourselves and then wait for heaven someday. Yeah. The, the able message. And then what we're going to talk about this month, um, really shines a light on purpose and purpose for us needs to match the purpose of God. What is, what is his heart? What is his purpose? And his purpose is to seek and to save those who are lost. Um, that is, that is uh, what this is Acts chapter one. He says, you're going to be my witnesses. Witnesses do what they tell what happened to them, what they saw, what they know. Um, we are to witness for him. Why? Because right before this is where Jesus said, all power, all authority has been given unto me. So now go and make disciples of all nations. Yeah. You know what, what I like about the word witnesses as well? Definitely, if you think about the most common use of it, it's actually like in a court of law where, mm -hmm. you know, someone is testifying of what they have seen or what they know for to be a fact firsthand, you know? And if a witness is genuine, sure, they will testify and they will say what they know, but then they're going to leave that courtroom and live according to that truth. Yeah. You know, it's not like they disconnect from that. It's not like they come in and say what they need to say and then live as though what they said was a lie because you're supposed to witness, you know, share a testimony as a witness of truth. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's so important, you know, that Jesus says that we have to be his witnesses, you know, so live that way and walk that way and act that way. So that's, you know, that's all connected to the power that we receive from him. And obviously when we are, you know, I'm, I'm going to use this, this term, when we're charged with that power, then we can be witnesses and we can live the way he's designed for us to live on this earth. Yeah. What I love here, you actually wrote this in your notes that we receive in order to give. Yeah. And you know, the, the Lord isn't asking us to do things that we can't do. In fact, he has provided the ability for us to do what he has called us to yeah. do. Yeah, that's right. There's in this verse, there's an impartation mm -hmm. of power and then there's an instruction. What to do with it. What to do with it. Uh, and that, that, is, that, is, that is literally tied to the, you know, the great commission that we read in Mark chapter 16 and Matthew chapters chapter 28 uh, of literally what Jesus instructed us to do. And it's never, um, of course we have ability to see ability to say, but it's not ability to be philosophers. It's ability to actually accomplish something yeah. with seeing, saying, and doing. Really, if we're talking about why this is connected to the able message, we were talking about able through, then we talked about able to, this is able why. Yeah. Why are we able? Yeah, that's good. 
So we're able because we are empowered, charged up to be witnesses or as Mark says, Mark 16, go everywhere, tell everyone, tell everyone what, what's happened to me. Yeah. So in the same passage of scripture, um, this is actually, you know, it's not just one verse that Jesus says, you know, that there's, there's an exchange with the disciples. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we see in Acts chapter one, verse eight, that you shall receive power and then you shall be my witnesses. Then you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and in, you know, to the very ends of the earth. But in uh, Acts chapter Acts chapter one, so a few a few verses back in uh, verses four and five, I'm reading this from the NLT at the moment. Uh, it says, "Once when he was eating with them, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised, as I told you before. John baptized with water, but in just a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit." So. In contrast to what we just read in Acts chapter one, verse eight, where, you know, we receive power and then we should be his witnesses every single place, everywhere. In this verse, he says, until you receive that power, you shouldn't go. Yeah. Right. There, there, there is no, um, there is no able, there is no ability for you to go without that power. And that's super significant. It's, yeah. it's really, really important that we see that. And that's what we want to see this month, right? Actually, the purpose of this series is that we want everyone in the Go Church family to know that God has given us power to go. We can receive power to emerge into our place individually and as a church, yeah. give power to help others emerge and learn to stay charged with that power so that we can go further. Excellent. And we need to be aware that, you know, Jesus has ordained for us to receive power to go, but until we see that power, until we receive that power, we're not ordained to go, right? This is, I, I know this might be a little maybe obvious or something, you know, quite, um, quite broad that I'm saying, but it's so important because we want to be doing things his way. Yeah. It's and doing things his way and doing things in his ability, not our own. And I want to highlight the word gift. Yeah. Jesus said here, he says, don't leave Jerusalem until the father sends you the gift he promised here. The Holy spirit is called a gift gifts are not something that you earn. You receive them at the grace of the giver. Yeah. So the giver in this case is the father. The gift is the Holy spirit. The instruction is wait to receive the power. Why are we waiting? Well, because the Holy spirit was promised to come on the day of Pentecost, which was 50 days following the crucifixion of Jesus. So he says here in not many days, it was about 10 days. Actually, it was a little less than 10 days, 10 days later, the Holy spirit was given. And when he was given on that day, he was given for me and you too. Yeah. Cause he didn't take him back. That's right. And so the gift is given 
What do we do now? We receive. And we can receive the gift. Who is the Holy Spirit? It's not a it, it's a him. Yeah. And he has been given to who? To those who have been born again, those who have received the new birth in Jesus. Yeah, that's so good. And it's so important to see that. And next week, we're going to talk in more depth about receiving um, the power, receiving power from God, what it looks like. And we're going to look at tons of scriptures. Actually, it's this is not the only place where, where we see this uh, image of a gift, you know, yeah. the Holy Spirit being a gift. We see that in the gospel account of Luke. Uh, we see that in all, all through the gospel account of John, actually in John chapter seven and, you know, chapters 14 through to 16, there's, there's tons of stuff. And I'm very excited to get into that. Uh, another, uh, another point or, you know, going back to the passage in the book of Acts, so we, we, we looked at this, so verses four and five, uh, Jesus says that, you know, don't, don't depart because you should wait for the promise or the gift basically of the father. And, you know, he's, he goes and say, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And then he goes on and this really stood out to me in verses six and seven. Uh, therefore, when they had come together, they asked him. So who was they? The disciples asked him saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Verse seven. And he said to them, so Jesus said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons, which the father has put in his own authority. Verse eight, let's go back to our main scripture, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So there is a, an exchange, there's a dialogue here and it's very easy for us to kind of fall into that trap. We can all fall into that trap where, you know, we're supposed to receive something to do something or to act on something. And we're busy asking questions about, you know, what does this mean? What does this look like? Uh, you know, is this uh, image in the Bible really talking about this nation or this kingdom or this era or this whatever? And somehow you see Jesus just redirect the subject and say, listen, like I'm talking to you about, you can't go now, but not many days from now, you're gonna receive a gift which contains power. And that is the presence of the Holy Spirit with you and in you. And forget, you know, the questions, it's not for you to know. It's, you know, in the power or the timing of the Father to do those things, but you will receive power. And when you receive power, you will be my witnesses every single place. So it's important to do this for ourselves, to redirect our focus on what Jesus actually wants us to know, actually wants us to see, actually wants us to say, and actually wants us to do. It's so important. We can't, you know, spend all of our time like deciding what's important and deciding what we should study or know. To some degree, we should see what the Lord is trying to put in us so that, so that we can accomplish something for him. And that is really the, the, the essence of these last two, three months. It's seeing what he's done for us beyond our own intellect, beyond our own understanding so that we can do. Yeah. 
Um, I love that. It's really like this passage, there's so much revelation and light in this. Yeah. But the point that you're making there is it's easy. I mean, if think about it, these are the disciples of, of Jesus that um, have lived and ministered with him and they are focusing on the wrong thing. And Jesus redirects their focus. This is what we're concentrating on. This is what we're focusing on right now. What we're focusing on right now is taking the uh, truth and through the power of the Spirit, sharing it with everyone. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's important that we make his focus our focus. That's right. That's right. Praise God. So let's talk about why we call this charged, right? As you noticed, we're talking a lot about receiving power, giving power, doing something, getting something to do something. And so why charged? Simply put, we're talking about receiving the power of God so that we can do something with the power of God. When, when, when we think of power, you know, we can easily think about illustrations and analogies uh, about, you know, electric appliances, electricity and generally in general and batteries and all of that kind of stuff. And that's, that's appropriate. I think that's an appropriate illustration to, to, to look at and to understand how these things work. You know, if I think of my iPhone and I think of what's required for it to accomplish something power, <laughs> right? That's the first thing. Like, yeah. you know, obviously there's a battery in it, you know, that means you can deposit power in it. And then because you deposit power in it, you can consume the power by doing stuff with it. So like the power allows me to access my phone, my music, my emails, uh, all the apps I need, my Bible app. I probably should have said that first, <laughs> but, but you know, you know, that's, that's the analogy really that there is power that goes in so yeah. that the power can go out and be consumed. And then eventually the, the power drains, you know, obviously uh, if, if Roy was sitting here, he would tell you that his Samsung's battery drains a lot slower than my iPhone battery. It's very debatable, but um, you know, eventually, every single thing with power needs a recharge. Every yeah. single battery needs a recharge. And that's, you can really see that in scripture with the power of God and how we are containers for that power. And we are not only containers, but we are conductors for that power. And then we need to stay connected to the power source to recharge. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we're gonna talk about all month, basically. All month long. I'm excited about this. And uh, if you've had questions about the Holy Spirit, about um, things to do with uh, manifestations and moves of the Spirit. This is the series for you. That's right. Uh, just stay tuned. The grow groups are going to be great. We're going to get into uh, practical discussions about how this affects our life. Um, this is for everyone. This isn't just for people that are, um, that you know, you might say, well, I'm not called to be a preacher and stand in front of people. That's okay. You're called to be a witness and yeah, tell everyone yeah. about Jesus because witnesses say what happened to me. They tell the truth and their experience, what they saw, what they experienced. And um, 
We don't do that in our own might. We do that by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's right. That's right. Over the course of this month, we're going to talk about receiving power and living in it. We're going to talk about giving power and what it looks like to serve others with it. And we're going to talk about recharging this power and how to stay aware of that power and how to make sure that we stay connected to the power source. Um, you know, we're going to look at tons of examples, but you're going to notice that most of the examples uh, come from the book of Acts. Yeah. Uh, and you will notice as you go through scripture and you see that you look at this subject that there is some teaching about the power of God, but rather than teaching, the Bible mostly demonstrates these instances of how the power comes in and how the power goes out and how that power gets recharged. So we're going to really focus on the book of Acts. You know, yeah. we're going to spend a lot of time picking out examples. And you notice that we need to learn about these things, but then we need to walk in them and we need to see them in the, in the way that the Bible demonstrates them. And that's in action, you know? That's why the, the book of Acts is called the book of Acts because it's a, it's literally the power of God in action yeah, throughout the church. It's not the book of plans. <laughs> that's, that's a, it's not the book of philosophies no, either, right? <laughs> no, that's right. That's, that's so important. And we're talking about the acts of men with God, Yeah. basically. So I'm very excited to get into this and with that, we're actually out of time for this introduction week, but we're looking forward to seeing you next week. Yeah, it's going to be great. Thank you for listening to this message. We want everyone to experience the unconditional love of God, grow in His love, and go with His love to the rest of their world. We invite you to connect with us at one of our groups or our next gathering. And if no one told you yet today, we love you and believe God's very best for you.